Good evening. Our top story tonight, Aaron Rodgers is back. Will he see action in 2023? Will Aaron Rodgers really return from a torn Achilles? Or is this just another one of Aaron Rodgers' grabs for attentions? We've got that. We've got injury updates across the NFL, talking about all the injury news that you need to know ahead of this weekend and more on player profiling today. First things first, Aaron Rodgers has returned to practice with the New York Jets. His 21-day window to return to game action has officially been opened, was at practice today, and did get a limited session in. So what does that mean? Does that mean that Aaron Rodgers is approaching a return to the NFL field? Not exactly. So Aaron Rodgers has been cleared for functional football activity. This is just the next step in his return from a torn Achilles. This is just the next step in the rehab. It's coming a little bit early. Only... 79 days after tearing his Achilles, Aaron Rodgers back at practice, but this would be the next step in terms of recovery at any point. It's just coming sooner than normal. And Aaron Rodgers also didn't get a typical Achilles repair. We saw Jalen Phillips, the edge rusher from Miami Dolphins. He tore his Achilles tendon and he went the more traditional route. Aaron Rodgers had a different surgery, so was his Achilles fully torn? We don't know that, but we do know Aaron Rodgers is back at practice. We also know that the Jets are bad. The Jets are probably not going to make the playoffs. The Jets are almost certainly going to miss the playoffs. They are almost certainly going to be out of playoff contention. They're starting Tim Boyle once again, and that's going to be another loss. And then the Jets are going to be 4-8. and eight. And Aaron Rodgers, there's going to be no sense in bringing Aaron Rodgers back. The Jets aren't making the playoffs. And so ultimately, what likely happens is over the next 21 days, Aaron Rodgers is either activated to the game day roster so he can continue to practice for the rest of the season and then just never does return to the game. Or maybe... Aaron Rodgers sees his window closed. Maybe Aaron Rodgers returns to practice, practices for 21 days and says, all right, this was good time. This was valuable time with my teammates for next year. We'll build towards that pack up. So no, I do not believe that Aaron Rodgers is returning. I don't think it's going to happen. Jets are going to be out of playoff contention. And so it will be a story of what if. And Harry Snowman asks, Rational minds ask how long before he re-injures, even if it's the front leg and not the plant leg. That's exactly it, right? There's just so much going on with the return from an Achilles tear. So much that can go wrong. And then 2024 is a wash as well. The Jets are playing for 2024. Aaron Rodgers playing for 2024. But he's back at practice. And any time that he gets in with his teammates now, is going to be a good thing. It's just going to help them for their efforts next year.
You've also got Brees Hall. Brees Hall limited in practice today alongside Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, by the way, isn't working with the first team. Aaron Rodgers isn't taking scrimmage reps. He's just doing individual drills. That's it. That's all. So let's pump the brakes on an Aaron Rodgers return. But before we get into more news and notes around the NFL, we've got a word from the pod father. This episode brought to you by Mojo. Mojo is that player stock market. We love Mojo because we like making lifetime bets on players. You run out the clock on these guys. Mojo just rolled out a brand new fantasy platform. That's right. So now you can build a portfolio of player props. Oh, Jamar Chase over 77.5. Oh, Kadarius Tony under 15.5. Whatever the under is on Kadarius Tony, doesn't matter. You can just stack up the props in your portfolio. And the beauty is, once the Sunday games kick off, it's not over. It's not over until it's over with Mojo because once those games kick off, you can then move in and out of positions. Let's say that you're well ahead of expectations. You can cash out. Let's say you're behind expectations. You're underwater. Well, you can double down. That's what makes Mojo so special, why they're different. Check it out. Go to the App Store. Get the Mojo app and use the promo code UNDERWORLD. The promo code UNDERWORLD. Gets you a 100% deposit match up to 100 bucks. So the promo code is UNDERWORLD, and they will match your deposit dollar for dollar. Go to Mojo, start building your portfolio, and then during the games, you can be a fantasy day trader. Ooh. All right, I want to take a moment today to talk to you about data analysis. The data analysis tool, we listen to the users. What do you want? What do you need? And we made it happen. We added popular reports like a fantasy scoring report, air yards report. And if you want to create a new report, but you don't necessarily want to look through every field, we have quick results. Hey, show me the most popular passing data. Show me the most popular rushing data, fantasy data. Done. And the thing just is much faster than it's ever been. And the report builder got a lot easier. I mean, check this out. We break it down into offense, defense. Show me just fantasy data elements. And then when you get results, hey, show me by draft year. Let's take a look at just certain players that played a certain number of snaps or a certain number of games last year. This is the tool that so many of you have been asking for, plus a bunch of dream features that Billy wanted and Cody wanted and I wanted and Dario wanted. So go to the Fantasy Tools section, click on Data Analysis, or go to playerprofiler.com slash data-analysis. We are back and we are here continuing to talk about injury updates around the nfl including the dallas cowboys versus the seattle seahawks there is absolutely nothing zero to talk about with the dallas cowboys on the injury front everyone is fully healthy no one carries a designation for tomorrow micah parsons didn't practice yesterday was back today cleared from the illness, he is good to go at full 100%. As for the Seattle Seahawks, they are going to be without Kenneth Walker. We already talked about that yesterday. That KW3 was going to miss. And that's all but a certainty. At this point, he's doubtful with an oblique injury. And he's not going to play. And so, expect to see another healthy dose of Zach Sharp. And he played 88% of the snaps without Kenneth Walker last week. So, Zach Charbonnet. Absolutely a startable option. Just remember, if you're starting Zach Charbonnet, move him from your flex to your RB spot. Gives you more flexibility later in the week if there are any injuries. 
happy to have so many friends on the show. Friends like Senor Football. Friends like the Harry Snowman. Happy to have both of you in the chat. If you have any questions, make sure you hit us up, including Senor Football, who does have a question. Who do you like for non-PPR? AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, Brandon Ayuk, Tank Dell, or Rashi Rice? Well, I prefer AJ Brown. I know he had a lower score than Devontae Smith last week, but that's just going to happen sometimes. AJ Brown is still the alpha. He's still the wide receiver one, so I always prefer AJ Brown. Devontae Smith, probably number two. Tank Dell, number three. Tank Dell could be in the conversation for number two, but he's also dealing with a calf injury. Didn't practice today. Hopefully he practices tomorrow. Doesn't sound like it's a big worry. So AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, Tank Dell, Brandon Ayuk, Rashi Rice in that order. So if I'm picking three, it's AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, and Tank Dell. Give me those three. Brandon Ayuk, pretty tempting. You, ah, I, I think because you're starting them for your team, your fantasy team, I say bet on A.J. Brown and go with Brandon Ayuk instead of Devontae Smith. It's Brandon Ayuk against the Eagles. That's a pretty good matchup. So I'd sub in Ayuk for Devontae Smith. But that decision may be made for you if Tank Dell does end up missing time. Tank Dell is expected to play. Not expected to be a worry, but he is on the injury report. Didn't practice today, so we're just going to make sure we keep an eye on that. Other bad news for the Houston Texans, Titus Howard, their right tackle, who flipped to left guard because the offensive line has had so many injuries. He is now done for the year with a knee injury of his own. So Titus Howard out for the season. Less protection for C.J. Stroud, who has an injury of his own. C.J. Stroud picked up a thigh injury. Practices in full, so that just means after practice, before practice, at some point, C.J. Stroud is getting treatment on the thigh. He's going to be okay. Tankdale is going to be okay. But just something to keep an eye on as practice goes forward throughout the week. I am certain C.J. Stroud is going to play. I'm confident that Tankdale is going to play. Other bad injury news across... Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, no. Goodness gracious, what am I saying? Other bad injury news across the NFL. Keenan Allen doesn't practice today. He's got a quad injury at this point. We're not particularly worried about it at this point. I think Keenan Allen's going to be fine. If he doesn't practice tomorrow. Then maybe I'll start to worry about it. But as long as Keenan Allen gets a limited practice in at some point this week, then you're stuck playing him. If Keenan Allen is playing, you are playing Keenan Allen. Just went for a 13 reception game. Quinton Johnston has been benched. Jalen Guyton is the wide receiver too. Now, Quinton Johnston, by the way, he did leave the game at one point with a rib injury. He's listed on the injury report with ribs and finger, but the benching was due to performance, not injury, and he practices in full. So does Gerald Everett. He has the shoulder injury. Gerald Everett practicing in full as well. And Josh Palmer, eligible to come off injured reserve next week. Brandon Staley says he could return at some point this season. Brandon Staley not being really committal right now. Who knows if Brandon Staley is even going to have a job next week or if the Chargers are going to move on from him, just like the Panthers moved on from Frank Reich after just 11 games. Other bad injury updates around the NFL. Oh, first, we've got some more questions here. Jimmy, happy to have you on the show, my friend. Always a pleasure when you can tune in. Start one in PPR wide receiver two, Ridley, Kirk, Nakua, or Rashi Rice. I think I'm going to go with Puka Nakua still. I think... 
you just have to smash Pukunakua whenever you can. I think you just always have to play Pukunakua. I think he is a must start. Jaguars, give me Kirk over Ridley. Rashi Rice, I'd like to still see it a little bit more. But I, I love Rashi Rice, but just you've got good options. So give me Pukunakua. Anyways, back to the injury report. Bad news for the Arizona Cardinals. Hollywood Brown doesn't practice with a heel injury. Trey McBride doesn't practice with a groin injury. And Michael Wilson doesn't practice with the shoulder injury that's caused him to miss a couple games. Kyler Murray's weapons are banged up. We saw Hollywood Brown miss some time last week in practice, so I do expect him to play this week. Michael Wilson, if he's still not practicing with the shoulder injury, I am a little bit worried that he is going to miss this weekend. Trey McBride with the groin could go either way. We have to check his practice status tomorrow. And that's why you tune into Player Profiler today on Friday. We give you the full breakdown, the full recap on who's in, who's out, what's going on. And when that breakdown comes, we expect to tell you that Rashid Shahid is officially out for the New Orleans Saints. Doesn't practice with a thigh injury. Is expected to miss this week. Though Chris Olave, I did expect Chris Olave to miss this coming weekend because Chris Olave is in concussion protocol. And usually, when you get a concussion on Sunday, you miss the following week. But Chris Olave today, limited in practice. Chris Olave, limited with a concussion. He's ahead of schedule. Usually, it's a do not practice on Wednesday, limited practice on Thursday, and then you hope they get to a full practice on Friday or Saturday. But Chris Olave, the fact that he's getting a limited session in today, good news. Good news for Chris Olave. Bad news for Rashid Shahid. I like Ridley a hair over Puka. The Zay Jones stat is real until someone shows me it isn't. He scored 21 points in one half. The ceiling with Ridley, that doesn't mean I don't love Puka. Calvin Ridley, absolutely. The Zay Jones stat is absolutely ridiculous. It is real, but I just prefer Puka. And I know you say it's a hair, Ridley, a hair versus Pukunakua. I think it, that's fair. It's chooser's choice. But either way, you're in a good position with all of those receivers if those are the options you have. Pick two RBs, two wide receivers, one flex, 10 PPR RBs, Pollard, Charbonnet, Hall, Chuba, Etienne. Well, you're starting Travis Etienne, so this is a pick one. It's not really a pick one because you're also starting Tony Pollard. So it's pick two wide receivers and the flex. And we're starting. I think we're still starting Jamar Chase, even with Jake Browning. I just have trouble sitting him. And then I think we're going to start Cortland Sutton over DeAndre Hopkins because Will Levis is a little bit banged up right now. I don't trust Olave even with a concussion. Amari Cooper, I don't trust him with whoever his quarterback is because that's to be determined. The Cleveland Browns, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, he's in concussion protocol. Doesn't practice today. Previously, PJ Walker, Philip Walker was the backup. But now, now QB2 is Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco taking the reps with the first team offense. Looks like Joe Flacco going to get the start for the Cleveland Browns this week. And so, I do not trust Amari Cooper. Njoku or Goddard, if active. Goddard's not going to be active this week. He did not practice today with the forearm injury. If he's not practicing today. It's unlikely that he plays this weekend. I could be wrong. If Goddard does play, Goddard over Njoku in the return, just because Njoku with Joe Flacco, who just got there, 
I don't know about that. I don't think I trust that one. Speaking of the Cleveland Browns, Miles Garrett did not practice today with a shoulder injury. The Browns are hoping that he plays this weekend. So keep an eye on that again. Friday is when we give you the full breakdown, when we tell you everything that is going on, who is in, who is out. Just like we'll be telling you who is in and who is out for the New England Patriots, but it's looking like Mac Jones is out. Looking like Mac Jones is going to be QB3. Because earlier today, Bailey Zappi was taking the reps with the first team offense. And Malik Cunningham, the quarterback slash wide receiver, was taking the reps with the second team offense. Will Greer also re-signed, brought back to the New England Patriots. And there's been talk that Will Greer could start for the Patriots by the end of the season. Either way, it looks like it's officially over for Mac Jones. Bill Belichick not committing to a starter. And it looks like Mac Jones is out. And we've got Ezekiel Elliott limited today with a thigh injury. We do expect him to play at this point. But Zeke, a little bit banged up. That's why we saw so much from Andre Stevenson last week. Chiefs also have Jarek McKinnon a little bit banged up. Doesn't practice with a groin injury. He's missed some time recently. Just like Aaron Jones doesn't practice. Packers going to be without Aaron Jones for another week. Doesn't practice with a knee injury. A.J. Dillon doesn't practice with a groin injury. But he also missed some time last week with the same groin injury and still played. So... A.J. Dillon's status up in the air. Even when A.J. Dillon did play against the Detroit Lions, he pretty much had a 50-50 split in terms of snaps with Patrick Taylor, who they just re-signed from the Patriots practice squad. If A.J. Dillon can't go, then Patrick Taylor's RB1. And if A.J. Dillon can go, then he's RB2, and it's still in a split. I'm not saying play Patrick Taylor, but he's a guy that is going to get a surprising amount of run based on how the Packers want to run their offense with Aaron Jones out once again. Out at practice today was Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill does not practice with an ankle injury. We've seen him miss a couple practices as of late. He is still playing. Goes for over 100 yards and a touchdown last week. So he's fine. Not worried about Tyreek Hill if he's playing. You are playing him, obviously. Same with Raheem Mostert. Mostert doesn't practice with, practice with an ankle and knee injury, but... At this point, Raheem Mostert seems to take pretty much every Wednesday practice off. I'm not worried about him. If he's playing, you're playing Raheem Mostert. Now, what happens with Devon A-Chain, though? Does Devon A-Chain return? He's limited in practice still with the knee injury. Are we going to see Devon A-Chain? I don't know. To be determined. Tune in Friday. We'll have more information on Player Profiler today on Friday. If Devon A-Chain is playing or not. But even if he is, we've just seen it again that Devon Achan struggling to hold up to the heavy workload of the Miami Dolphins. So will they be more careful with him in his return? Either way, play Raheem Mostert. As for the Philadelphia Eagles, looks like everyone is good to go except for Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard doesn't practice with the forearm injury. I don't think he's going to play this week. Media doesn't seem to think that Dallas Goddard is going to play this week. But check out next week when they play the Dallas Cowboys. That could be the return for Dallas Goddard. Dallas versus Dallas. A.J. Brown limited with a thigh injury. He was limited throughout the week last week. Devontae Smith limited with a knee injury. He was limited throughout the week last week. And DeAndre Swift limited with an ankle injury. He was limited throughout the week last week as well. All are expected to be good to go. And all are expected to play against the San Francisco 49ers alongside honorary captain Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson has announced his retirement from the NFL. He is retiring. As a Philadelphia Eagle, he will be an honorary captain for the game against the San Francisco 49ers, and that is going to be an absolute barn burner 
So excited to see that. Lions play the Saints this weekend. David Montgomery picks up a foot injury. That's a new injury. He already had the rib cartilage injury. And then he had, was it a hamstring injury earlier in the season? I can't remember at this point. David Montgomery has picked up a couple injuries. Now has a foot. He is limited. Just like Hendon Hooker. Hendon Hooker is limited in practice. He is now back to practice. QB3 Hendon Hooker drafted in the third round out of the University of Tennessee. Hendon Hooker, 21-day practice window has opened. He is ready to go. He is ready to return. Hendon Hooker, same position as Aaron Rodgers. Now, he is not a threat to Jared Goff at all. He's hardly going to get any reps because he's QB3 behind Teddy Bridgewater, but this is just the natural progression of his return to the field. We'll see if Will Levis plays this weekend. He's limited with an ankle injury. I do expect Levis to play, but he's a little bit hobbled up right now. He's a little bit banged up. He is less than 100%. He's limping around the field, but still expect him to go and expect Zach Moss to have a heavy workload for the Indianapolis Colts. Jonathan Taylor underwent successful surgery on his thumb today. Apparently it was a ligament issue. Doesn't sound like they're going to put Jonathan Taylor on the injured reserve, which leads credence to the hope that he's only going to miss two or three games. He's going to come back within that four game IR span. Now there's every chance that the recovery doesn't go the way they planned. There's every chance that the Colts are out of it at that point. And so why bring him back? But either way, good news for Jonathan Taylor. There is some hope. There's some optimism that he's only going to miss maximum three games. I think he'll probably miss four because the Colts will want to be safe because they're not going to be really competing for the playoffs. But either way, Zach Moss going to be the guy. They don't expect to sign anyone. They'll promote someone from the practice squad, but don't expect to add anyone new to the roster. And Zach Moss, without Jonathan Taylor in those three games, averaged over 100 yards per game, averaged 24 touches. Zach Moss was an absolute beast when Jonathan Taylor went down. Expect to see a healthy, healthy dose of Zach Moss. Expect to see a healthy dose of Kenny Pickett this weekend. There were talk that Kenny Pickett was going to be limited throughout the week with a ankle injury in practice. Kenny Pickett practices in full. He's going to grit through it. Pickett probably realizes that he hasn't played the best and that if he goes to the bench and they win without him, if Mitchell Trubisky balls out, maybe he loses his job. And so Kenny Pickett practicing through it has the first 400 yard game on offense of his NFL career. And Minka Fitzpatrick is back as well. He's practicing in full. Looks like the defense is going to get some much needed reinforcements. The Steelers continue their push for the playoffs as do the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're fighting for that NFC South crown with the Falcons and the saints Baker Mayfield expected to be full go against the Carolina Panthers in their first game without Frank Reich. Broncos didn't have Jerry Judy today is expected to be back at practice tomorrow. Greg Dolchich also is working off to the side. Could be gearing up for a return. Greg Dolchich working to the side, which means they're closer to a return. Still some time before we see Greg Dolchich on a football field. Maybe we don't see him back this year anyways, but he's working out on the sideline. And Brandon Johnson, wide receiver, is going to be working with the team. He is off injured reserve. He is back at practice. 21 days to return to the active roster. And this is just going to be another excuse for Sean Payton not to play Marvin Mims. And I hate it. 
Marvin Mims is a star in the making. I don't know why we don't see more Marvin Mims. Finally. Update around the NFL. We talked about the Carolina Panthers and how they're going to be playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is going to be the first game that the Panthers have with Chris Tabor as their head coach. Remember, they fired Frank Reich. They fired their QB coach, Josh McCown. They fired their running back coach, Deuce Staley. Everyone got fired in Carolina. And obviously, probably going to be a completely new staff. Probably not going to be Chris Tabor back as the head coach for the Carolina Panthers. Probably not going to be Jim Caldwell helping run the offense for the Carolina Panthers. Instead, they're going to go on a coaching search. And from what Cam Newton is hearing, that coaching search starts and ends with Bill Belichick. David Tepper, owner of the Carolina Panthers, is happy to allow Bill Belichick to become his general manager and his head coach and try to build and build up and build around Bryce Young. Now, we heard rumors earlier in the offseason that, or sorry, earlier in the season, that there was a trade coming, that the Patriots and Belichick were going to mutually part ways, and he could end up traded to a team, and there was already a team that it's pretty much decided that's where he's going to go. So is Cam Newton telling us the truth? Is Bill Belichick about to become the next head coach of the Carolina Panthers?